All right, back again for a Cash Betty podcast. Tonight I'm going to be going over the AFC East preview, um, the win totals, over-unders on that. We're going to do some fantasy previews on guys I think, you know, maybe that you can think about drafting or maybe even putting lower on your boards. Um, and then just overall how I feel about each team. So let's start with the Buffalo Bills. The Bills last year went 10-6, and six, made the playoffs. I think with Sean McDermott, the arrow, the head coach for the Bills, I think the arrow is definitely pointing up on this organization. they got some really good young talent on defense. Uh, but let's start with the offense. Josh Allen's obviously going to be the key at the quarterback position. A lot of people don't like him. I think he's pretty good. I think he's improving. Um, he's definitely not what the media says he is. The media makes it like he's one of the worst quarterbacks in the league. He has trouble on the deep ball, connecting on that. But he's got a he's got a big arm. Like it's not like he can't get the ball there. It's just the accuracy on the deep ball is really hurting him right now. I think eventually he's going to start hitting those throws. I've seen you know you've seen him do it in the past. I've seen him do it in the past. He can't do it, so it's just a matter of can he consistently do that. And if he can, then he's going to be a really good quarterback, in my opinion, because he he could do he could run. Last year he ran for. What did he run for last year? He ran for 510 yards and nine touchdowns. He threw for only 3,100 yards and 20 touchdowns and only had nine interceptions. So he, he took care of the football as far as the interceptions went. I think he did fumble a bunch, though. Uh, his offensive line was terrible last year, but this year I think it will be a little bit better. Deion Dawkins is a pretty good offensive lineman on the left side. Um, he's, you know, really is was a was a nice improvement there um the guards aren't that really good and the center mitch morris he's okay cody ford is really good on the right tackle so they got some pretty good tackles that are young and getting better uh they traded for stefan diggs that was a big offseason move for the bills traded a first and a couple other picks they probably traded too much but for this season this this trade should help he gives them a you know a proven receiver. They didn't really have a go-to receiver. Now they got one with Stephon Diggs. Beasley's still pretty good on third downs inside routes. He can still get open. And then John Brown's going deep as well. So Diggs at least puts a little bit of pressure on the defense where it gives them a, a receiver that Josh Allen can feel comfortable going to. Now, here's going to be the problem, though, with the coronavirus is new additions like Stephon Diggs, the receiver position. I don't know if they're going to have the timing with, you know, with so many of training camp, mini camp, you don't have that much time to, with the virus, to get it going. So the timing there could be off. They could struggle early in the season with that. Um, I like the tight end, Dawson Knox. Last year, you know, he's a young rising tight end. He put up 28 catches last year, 388 yards. He had an average of 13.9 yards per catch, though. So he's got some talent. He he's, he could be like a sleeper tight end for fantasy-wise. The running game with Devin Singletary and Zach Moss. Zach Moss they got in the third round. Now, Moss is a really good running back out of Utah. Problem with him is he gets hurt a lot, and the way that he runs... I assume he's going to continue to get hurt a lot. So be wary on that. And then Singletary was really impressive last year. 
and he had 775 yards, but a 5.1 yards per carry, which is very impressive. He only had two touchdowns, though. I would assume that goes up. I think they're going to be able to run the football this year. And then Josh Allen, the key is going to be offensively is if he can hit those home run throws that he has missed, you know, early in his career. But now with Diggs, I think, you know, they, they got they got more juice offensively now. They got more talent. They, they should be a little bit better offensively than they were last year, which they were terrible. Uh, defensively, they're going to be really good. They got one of the best defenses in the NFL. It starts with their defensive line. They got Trent Murphy. Ed Oliver was their number one pick last year. He was really good. Now he's pending a DUI. I think he might get suspended for a few games. But they get Starler Tule. You know, that's uh, Sean McDermott's guy from Carolina. They bring him over there. They got Jerry Hughes. Um, they lose Jordan Phillips in his nine and a half sacks. Last year, but I think Ed Oliver's, you know, going to be close to double-digit type of guy, depending on how many games he misses. I mean, I really was impressed with what I saw out of him. They got Vernon Butler. He was a first-rounder in Carolina. So McDermott brings him over there. They drafted A.J. Epinesa in the second round. I think he's got a lot of tools. He can give you some inside pass rush, even outside pass rush. I... I don't understand why he went so late in the draft. I guess it's just because he didn't test well. But I really like him. The linebackers are just okay, except for Tremaine Edmonds. Edmonds is an absolute stud, one of the best linebackers in the game. can cover, can do everything. A.J. Klein's okay. The secondary, I think Tredavious White's one of the better corners in the NFL. So they've had really good, like, you know, first-round picks the last couple of years. Tremaine Edmonds, uh, Tremaine Edmonds, uh, Jadavius White, Ed Oliver. I mean, those are those are really good cornerstone players on your defense. Josh Norman's their other corner. He's getting up there in age. Um, Michael Hyde and Jordan Poirier at, at the safety positions. Those guys are just okay. Their over-under is nine. Nine wins. I think they're going to be a nine, maybe ten win team because their division, I think, is weak. Uh, I wouldn't bet either way. I wouldn't take the under on them. A lot of people are going to take the under because they think that the Bills are kind of like a fluke or just aren't proven enough. But, I mean, just look at the beginning of their schedule. They play the Jets week one at home at Miami. They got the Rams. And then at the Raiders and at Tennessee, I mean, that's not tough at all. I mean, at Tennessee's pretty tough, but the other games are all winnable games. Um, they do play two road games in a row at the Vegas, at Tennessee, and then they play a Thursday night game against Kansas City. That's going to be tough. When you travel two road games in a row and then play a Thursday night game, I think you're going to be tired. They'll probably get blown out at Kansas City. I have that game circled to bet Kansas City. Um, let's see what else. I have another game to bet. Okay. I don't know why I have that one circled. Um, but yeah, I see them as about a nine-win team. And I see them actually winning this division at nine, maybe ten wins. But their arrow is definitely pointing up. As far as the draft went for them, you got Epinesa in the second round, Moss in the third. I like those picks. 
Gabriel Davies, the Central Florida receiver, they got him in the fourth. Jake Fromm sucks. Yeah, he's terrible. Uh, the rest of the guys are just mad. Uh, I like what they're doing, but, I mean, they're probably one, you know, big-time offensive player away from being really good, and they need, they're going to need a little more consistency from Josh Allen. All right, let's go to the Miami Dolphins. Dolphins with second-year head coach Brian Flores. I think they're on the rise. I don't think it's going to be this year necessarily, but I think in a year or two, they're going to be really good. I like, I loved what I saw out of Brian Flores. Um, at the end of the year, they found a way to, where did they go? The end of the year, they went three and two to finish the season. And just, you could just tell that they played tough the whole season. They didn't quit. And I like seeing stuff like that out of a head coach. Obviously, they're playing for the head coach, Brian Flores. Uh, let's start with their offense. Ryan Fitzpatrick is their quarterback this year. Obviously, the future is going to be Tua. You know, I don't. I, I doubt Tua is going to play much this season with the coronavirus. You don't get as many practices in. It's going to be tough for him to play right away. Plus, he's coming off of some serious injuries. That he had last year in, in college. You could almost redshirt Tua this year and then go for him next year. That's what I would probably do. On the offensive line last year, it was terrible. This year, they drafted Austin Jackson in the first round. He'll probably be your left tackle. I didn't necessarily like that pick. I didn't think he was that good. Definitely not a mid-first rounder in my opinion. But he's got some talent and it should be an upgrade from what they've had in years past. Um, they got Robert Hunt. So they're going to have two two rookie tackles. And with, again, with no corona, with the coronavirus, that's going to be tough. Definitely to start the season. So Miami's offensive line could just get destroyed early in the season. I do like the signing of Eric Flowers. Once he played guard, he was terrible at tackle. Once he moved over to guard, I, I really thought he was good for Washington. Um, a lot of people think he, they overpaid for him. I think it's fine. If you overpay for offensive linemen, I'm cool with that. It's when you overpay for other positions that it's like, dude, you're dumb. The receivers, I think Devontae Parker's on the rise. Really good receiver there. He had 1,200 yards last year and nine touchdowns. He had a 16.7 yards per catch. He's on the rise. Look for another breakout season from him. Uh, Preston Wilson, I believe, was an undrafted player out of Colorado State. And he's really good. He had 400 yards last year and three touchdowns. He looks like a really good receiver up and coming. Albert Wilson, he's just okay, whatever. Um, the running game, they don't have much there with Jordan Howard and Matt Breida. They need to find a running back in the future. Uh, defensively, that's going to be Brian Flores is, you know, that's going to be what he's he's going to be known for, and they got a lot of they got a lot of picks here defensively from free agency and from the draft, so they're going to be totally def uh, different than they were last year. They get Shaq Lawson, they probably overspent for him. They get him from the Bills, but he still has some potential there. I like Christian Wilkins inside. 
Um, I, I thought they really overpaid for Kyle Van Noy. I'm not a really big fan of him. I don't know why so many people are. Raycon McMillan and Jerome Baker got a lot of speed at the linebacker position. I thought they did a great job signing Byron Jones. I think um, people think they overspent for him. I don't mind overspending for corners. I think they're that valuable. And then they got another really good corner to Xavier Howard. So they got two lockdown corners, or at least top 15 corners in the league. And then they drafted in the first round, I can't pronounce his name, the kid from Auburn. I'll just call him Noah, Igabon, whatever. Um, The kid from Auburn, Noah, is his first name. So they got three good corners, or should should be. And then Eric Rowe's pretty good. Bobby McCain, eh. Or their safety. So their safeties probably suck. They got another good player that I thought in the draft. Curtis Weaver from Boise State. What round they get him in? They got him in the fifth round. I think he's got some potential. Uh, they got Raquan Davis. What round they get him? They got him in the second round. Probably a little rich in the second round. But he's got some potential. You can move him around. So they're going to have some new guys. I believe they got... The Texans' first-round pick next year. If the Dolphins can get, and I think, excuse me, I think the Texans aren't going to be that good next year. They could get another two top 15 picks next year. Hit on those picks. Plus have, you know, Tua coming in basically almost like into next year's draft for them. Then you got something going, especially with that head coach. So I think they'll struggle again this year. Their over-under wins is at six. I believe I got it at five or five and a half. I got to go check. I got it at, it was early in the season before the draft even happened. I think I got it at five. But right now it's at six. I wouldn't touch it at six. But if you could have gotten it when I, I tweeted out something. Um, but I think there'll be about a six and ten team. But they got a good head coach. I like the direction they're going. Pending how two up is as a quarterback if he can stay healthy then they're going to have some have some things as the years go on hopefully for them the key is going to be austin jackson and robert hunt the two tackles if those guys are good and tua is you know as good as advertised then they're going to be real good down the road because it's easy to fill in other positions you know they can find a running back that's not going to be hard I would use in you know in the years coming up. I would use a defense alignment in the first round or something like that. You got two real good corners that are both young uh, linebackers. You can find those in the middle rounds. I mean they're set up pretty well. So I don't think this is their year this year, but come next year we'll see. Uh, let's see if there's anything on the schedule. Let's go back to the schedule. They got um, yeah they got a tough part right here. So they travel at San Francisco, so that's east to west, and then they go this, the following week again. They travel another West Coast team at Denver, and that's going to be altitude. I think I think Denver should be able to cover that game, whatever the spread's going to be, because when you travel at San Francisco, you come back to Miami, then you go back to Denver. You could be huffing and puffing in, in that altitude, I would see. Denver having an advantage there. All right, let's go to the New England Patriots. Um, the Patriots. 
got Cam Newton and everyone's jerking off. The, the national media is jerking that one off, which is fine, whatever. That's cool. Um, I don't think Cam Newton's that good anymore. I could be wrong. I mean, people are making it like as if he's like the MVP that he was years ago. He's not that player anymore. I think his shoulder's shot. At least it was last year. Maybe it's healthy and he could throw, you know, because he always had a big arm. Maybe he could get back the way, the way he was throwing earlier. But even if he does, even prior to last year, I thought he was on the decline. Um, obviously, the Patriots have the best coach in Bill Belichick. They still have a great offensive coordinator, Josh McDaniels. So coaching-wise, they're an A. Talent-wise, I think they're one of the worst talented teams. And I don't even see any good young talent that's on the rise where it's like, okay, well, well they got guys coming up. They're going to be good. Um the offensive line should be good, though. I think that's the strength of their team. You got Isaiah Wynn as the left tackle. He was a first-rounder a couple years ago. The guy continues to get hurt, though. So they're going to need him to stay healthy. Joe Tooney is one of the best guards in football. David Andrews at, at uh, center, Shaq Mason, and Marcus Cannon. So they have a really good offensive line. Should be a top-five offensive line. I think they're going to run the shit out of the football this year. And I think that's why Sony Michelle and what's, the, what's that white running back? Burkhead. I think Rex Burkhead are fantasy guys that I'd be high on, both of them. Because I think they're going to have to run the football and they're going to have to play defense. Because their receiving court isn't that good. Julian Elliman's getting older. He's just, you know, intermediate throws. He's, you know, he's still good at that. Nikhil Harry, he didn't look like much from his rookie season. Mohamed Sanu was a terrible, terrible trade by the Patriots. They gave up a second rounder for him. Of course, the media can't say anything negative about that. That's one of the worst trades. And then Jacoby Myers is a guy I would keep an eye on. And Demir, Demir Bird is a guy that I've heard is supposed to be good, but I, I don't. Jacoby Myers looked okay to me. Um, but I think they're a bottom 10 offensive team. And I think it's interesting, them going to get Cam Newton kind of told me that, because all offseason they were talking about Jared Stidham's going to be this and that, and he's going to be so great. Well, if you thought he was so great, why'd you go get him? Why'd you go get Cam Newton? Why didn't you just play Jared Stidham? To me, that tells me maybe they're not as high on Stidham as everyone thought they were. Um, defensively, somehow they always have a pretty good defense, even though the talent there isn't really that great. I think it's just Belichick is such a good defensive coordinator or defensive-minded head coach, that they find a way. Like, I know Bew Allen's pretty good, defensive tackle. I mean, he's pretty good. But Lawrence Guy, John Simmons, I mean, those are their other defensive linemen. It's just like, eh. Chase Winnish looks pretty good. That was a rookie last year. They got out of Michigan. Dante Halftire was still, still really good. And their other linebackers, Bentley and Copeland, I mean, it's just like, eh. Now they got Afronine Jennings. From Alabama, and they got Josh Uche from Michigan, some edge rushers. Those guys probably, but it's going to take them time. I wouldn't expect much from, you know, rookies, especially positions that it takes time to learn. Pass rushers, receivers, O-line, you know, cornerbacks. It's, it's, those guys, it takes time. Their secondary is very strong, probably one of the best secondaries in the league. You got Stephon Gilmore as the best corner. 
Jason McCourty's pretty good. Devin McCourty's one of the best safeties. Patrick Chung's, you know, one of the better safeties as well. J.C. Jackson, another corner that they have. So they got the secondary, and they can mismatch on stuff, blitz packages, because they believe in their secondary. And that's what Belichick likes to do. That's his whole game. Um, their over-unders at 9.5, and, and I don't get that one at all. I don't get it at all. Um, I would definitely lean the under. The schedule isn't that tough. You got games, but look at the road games. At Seattle, that's probably a loss. At Kansas City, that's a loss. Uh, they got at Buffalo, at Jets, of course. They got Baltimore at home. At Houston, I don't know how good Houston's going to be. At the Chargers and Rams. They got the Chargers and Rams back-to-back West Coast. I assume they're going to stay there because they play the Rams on a Thursday. Uh, the end of the schedule. The schedule's not that bad. But I just don't think they're that good. I mean, you just had Tom Brady struggle with that offense. I'm pretty sure Cam Newton's going to struggle, especially, you know, with not a full training camp that we're most likely not going to have with coronavirus. Um, they got some depth, you know, on the old line. They got some pretty good guys. And they got a, they got a lot of depth on defense if a few guys get hurt. But I don't see any threat on the offense. I would take the under on the Patriots there. Let's move over to the Jets. Well, let's go to the the Patriots draft before we go to the Jets. I like Kyle Duggar. I thought he was the best safety in the draft. They got him in the second round. Ushay and Jennings are two outside linebackers that they got second round and third round. I think those are pretty good picks. Jennings is going to be really good. He He had that ACL, I believe, in college. Uh, let's see what else they got. Nothing else that I give a rat's ass about. Um, Schedule-wise, anything betting. They play three road games in a row. They play at the Chargers, at the Rams, and then at Miami. That's pretty unusual to play three road games in a row. They could be tired by that third road game. I would lean Miami on that one. All right, let's go to the Jets. Um... The Jets and their head coach, Adam Gase. I think Adam Gase sucks. I think the quarterback, Sam Darnold's overrated. I think his team sucks, to be honest with you. Um, a lot of people think this is like a playoff team because they won seven games last year. They went seven and nine last year, and they finished. Let me see. One, two, three. Eight, so eight games. They went three, four, five, six. They went six and two to finish the season. So people think that they're on the rise, but they had a really easy schedule at the end of the year. Like they played the Giants, Washington, Oakland, Cincinnati, Miami, Baltimore. They got beat. They got smoked, and then Pittsburgh and Buffalo. They didn't play anyone like any good. So I think that part of it is overrated. Let's go to Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold last year. Let's see what his numbers were. He had. 3,000 yards, 19 touchdowns, 13 picks. It's just too many interceptions from this guy. I understand he's only going into his third year, but he's a turnover machine. I understand he's never had really an offensive line or weapons, but he turned it over at USC. He had playmakers at USC. It just seems like he's a a quarterback that's going to continue to turn the ball over. Until he stops doing that, I don't see them as a good football team. He's got to do that. I mean, look. He's going into his third year, second year with Adam Gase, I believe. So hopefully things change for him. 
Uh, Le'Veon Bell, he's just never been the same since he held out. Got his contract. I don't think he's the same running back. Is he still good? Sure. He ain't no top five, top ten running back anymore, in my opinion. The offensive line, they get Mikhail Beckton. They drafted him in the first round. I mean, he's either going to be a dominant player or he's going to suck because he's already overweight. And once you overweight prior to getting your NFL contract, I don't know. I'd be worried that he eats himself out of the league. But if he doesn't and he stays around 370 pounds, 360 pounds, then he'll probably be a really good player. But I'd be scared on that one. The rest of the offensive line sucks. Like, they paid George Fant. Um, he's not that good. Carter McGovern, the center, he's okay. And Brian Winters, I mean, shit, how old is Brian Winters? He's got to be way up there, right? Let's see, Brian Winters. I don't know. but I, No, he's only going in his eighth year. Um, but he's not that great anymore either. Uh, Chris Herndon from the U, the tight end. He's pretty good. He's always got a chance, but he got suspended last year early in the season, and that kind of hurt him. I love Denzel Mims, the second-round pick that they got. I think that guy could be an absolute steal. I thought he was worth the top 20 pick, top 25 definitely in the draft. They got him in the second round, I believe middle or late middle second round uh, Bouchard Perriman was a first rounder I believe with the Baltimore Ravens years ago he's kind of been bounced around he kind of did okay last year we'll see what he does this year um, he kind of came on for Tampa last year but they just don't have much of the receiver position Jamison Crowder is basically their number one only proven guy Denzel Mims even if you had a normal season, it was going to take him time. Because in that Baylor system, you're not running like... You're only running a certain amount of routes, it seemed like, when I studied him. And now with basically, you know, a shortened off season with camp and practices and stuff like that because of the virus, I don't see him doing much the rookie season. So it's going to take him some time. Um... Let's move over to the defense. This is where they're supposed to be actually okay. Quinnen Williams was, I believe, the third pick of the draft last year. Kid out of Alabama. I thought he was I thought he was a great pick. He didn't do shit last year. I don't know what happened to him. Uh, Henry Anderson, he's just okay. Their linebackers just CJ Mosley's just so overpaid. It's a joke. Harvey Lang, I don't even know who that is. Avery Williamson, Jordan Jenkins. I mean, their linebacking core is just terrible. Uh, the secondary, they get Pierre Desson. They traded for Quincy Wilson. They got Jamal Adams and Marcus May. So they got two good safeties. And then they drafted Ashton Davis in the third round out of California. He's okay. Uh, Zunica, the kid from Florida, defensive end. He's okay, too. I didn't mind that draft pick. I just I just don't see it for them. What's their over-under? Their over-under is at 7. I would say they're a 6-10 type of team. But I could see in that division, I could see them getting to 7. So I wouldn't touch it. Uh, the schedule isn't that tough. But 
They do play two West Coast games in a row. They play at Seattle and at the Rams, so I would lean the Rams. And it could be even on a short week. It could be on a Saturday. So I have that Rams circle as far as betting goes. Um, as far as the division goes, I mean, I think you're just looking at one playoff team. I would assume it's going to be the Bills to win the division. And I would assume the Patriots come in second. I'll predict the Dolphins third and the Jets fourth. But the team on the rise, I think the team that's in the best situation is the Dolphins for the next couple of years. I like their head coach. And then we'll see on Tua. And then, again, they have two first-rounders next year. And if and if the Jackson kid from USC and Hunt are good offensive linemen, then they're, then they're really set up nicely. So that's all I got for the AFC East preview. Look for more previews later on. As the weeks get on, we get closer to the NFL season. Hopefully we have a season, and hopefully some of you guys can uh, give me a review on um, on these, on the Apple, whatever thing it is. I think you're supposed to give like review or retweet these things. All right then, fellas, till the next time. Good night now.